Hello and welcome to We Support Caregivers podcast. I am Lashina McBride, the Executive Director of We Support Caregivers Incorporated. Thank you for tuning in. This is our first podcast and the start of a three-part podcast series entitled Coexisting with COVID-19. We Support Caregivers Incorporated is a 501c3 organization that empowers individuals who take care of their elderly loved ones to cultivate and focus on self-care. To learn more about us, please visit our website, wesupportcaregivers.org. Before we can fully protect ourselves from something, we have to understand what we're fighting and how it's trying to fight us. Therefore, what is COVID-19? COVID-19 is a respiratory virus that attacks the respiratory system. COVID-19 is in the family of other coronaviruses such as MERS, Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, and SARS, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. Did you know that coronaviruses are also responsible for the common cold? So who is at risk for contracting COVID-19? First of all, COVID-19 does not discriminate Anybody can contract COVID-19 and display mild symptoms. However, our elderly adults that have underlining health conditions such as heart and lung disease or diabetes, these individuals are more higher at risk for developing COVID-19 and showing more serious and complicated symptoms. In addition, individuals that have a compromised immune system they are also at risk for contracting the virus. Now, COVID-19 has a plethora of symptoms. After this break, I'm going to tell you what they are. So as it relates to the symptoms of COVID-19, there's a plethora of symptoms. And the one thing that's confusing about the symptoms is that these symptoms are similar to other illnesses like the cold, like the flu, or just common allergies. So you really have to decipher what, ex- what symptoms are you really experiencing. And at this point, when in doubt, get tested. So here are some of the symptoms. Fever or chills. Cough shortness of breath or difficulty breathing, fatigue, muscle or body aches, headache, loss of taste or smell, sore throat, congestion or runny nose, nausea or vomiting, and diarrhea. I have also heard that, you know, COVID-19, that when a woman has COVID-19, she, she can experience hair loss. Um, These symptoms may appear anywhere from 2 to 14 days after being exposed to the virus. So this is why when someone has been exposed or think they've been exposed to the virus, this is why they have to quarantine themselves for 14 days to just see if any symptoms are going to appear. So as it pertains to symptoms... 
there's different type of people as it pertains to symptoms. So one type of person is a symptomatic person. A symptomatic person is an individual that shows the signs of COVID, that they show the symptoms of having COVID-19. And then there's a pre-symptomatic person. A pre-symptomatic person is someone that has been exposed to COVID-19, but no symptoms have developed yet. And then we have our asymptomatic person. Now, asymptomatic person is someone who has COVID-19, but does not show any of the symptoms. I think an asymptomatic person is more dangerous because they don't show any symptoms, yet they still have the virus. I think that's dangerous because you can be around them and because they're not coughing or showing any symptoms, you know, we may think they don't have the virus. This is why it's very important for us to wear our mask and practice social distancing because we don't know who has COVID. So how does COVID-19 spread? COVID-19 can be spread by being in contact with someone who has a virus. And to be, to be in close contact with someone is being less than six feet apart from them. COVID-19 is released into the air when somebody coughs or sneezes that has the virus. And if you come in close contact with, the, with that person when they do that, that's a way that you can get the virus as well. Um, COVID-19 is spread easily among people and it's easily spread between people who do not show the symptoms of the virus. In addition, the virus can also be spread by touching objects or surfaces that the virus is on. So how do we protect ourselves from COVID-19? First of all, we have to maintain good social distancing, and that's being six feet apart from people. Then we have to practice proper hand hygiene. So proper hand hygiene is washing our hands anytime we need to or we feel like we need to. And then we have to wash our hands for the appropriate amount of time. So the minimum time for washing our hands is 20 seconds. If our hands become soiled, then if our hands are soiled, we have to wash our hands up to one minute, which is 60 seconds. Another way to protect ourselves is to keep our surfaces disinfected often. Of course, wearing our mask and limiting high-risk activities are other ways to protect ourselves. In addition, cleaning our hands prior to touching our face. So another way of protecting ourselves, we have to build our immune system. So here's a few things that we should do to build our immune system so we can protect ourselves from COVID or in the event if someone was to get COVID, your immune system is strong enough to fight it. So number one, if you smoke, I suggest you stop smoking. Smoking does not 
help uh, help build your immune system. If anything, it tears it down. Number two, we have to stay hydrated by drinking plenty of water. If you're not a water drinker, I suggest you get the appropriate amount of water for your body type so you can stay hydrated. Number three, we have to eat a diet that consists of enough fruits and vegetables. Number four, we have to exercise regularly. If you're one of those people that have been contemplating about working out, there's no better time than now to start. And it doesn't have to be anything, you know, hard. Just simply take a 30 minute brisk walk every day. And there, then there's your exercise. Um, also, if we're going to drink alcohol, drink it in moderation. You know, drink it just not to where you get drunk. And then we have to get an, a good amount of sleep that also helps build our immune system. That's something I'm working on, especially knowing how I work. You know, my work schedule doesn't always allow me to uh, get the proper amount of sleep, but I'm definitely working on it. I'm definitely getting better. And then another way to build our immune system is to minimize stress. I understand and know firsthand that there's some stress in our lives that we cannot get rid of. However, the stress that we don't need, the stress that we can get rid of, we need to do that. For our own sake. So as it pertains to how to protect ourselves from COVID-19, a few things we can do at home is keep heavily used surfaces clean often. That includes door handles, light switches, faucets, our computer keyboards and laptop keyboards, our electronics in general. Um, when it comes to my electronics, I use an alcohol wipe because alcohol dry quickly. So that means it can clean and disinfect my electronics without damaging it because of the liquid, because of the, the liquid that's in it. So I, I use an alcohol wipe. Also, I can't even think of the last time I brought a can of Lysol. If I'm not mistaken, I think I, I think that was back in March. So Lysol, where are you at? <laughs> However, if we can't find Lysol, there are over 300 EPA registered household disinfectants that work well to cleaning our surfaces and killing COVID-19 as well. So you can Google them. All you got to do is put in EPA register household disinfectant in, in, in Google and it should come up. But personally, I use bleach on every surface that can tolerate bleach. And of course, I dilute bleach with water. But yeah, I definitely use bleach because bleach is very effective in killing viruses such as COVID. So as it pertains to hand sanitizer, let me just place an emphasis on this. Using hand sanitizer is not a substitute for washing our hands. Anytime and every time we got access to soap and water, we should be washing our hands. However, if you don't have access to soap and water, 
then use a 70% alcohol-based sanitizer. If you can't find 70%, do not use a sanitizer that is under 60% alcohol-based. It has to be that percentage or higher to be effective in killing COVID-19 on our hands. Also, make sure when we use sanitizer that we rub our hands until the sanitizer has completely dried. Doing so, it makes our hands not flammable by doing that. If we put alcohol sanitizer on our hands and we don't rub it in, we if we don't rub it in and our hands are still moist with the sanitizer, then our hands are flammable. So we just have to be careful when it comes to utilizing sanitizer. A couple tips on how to protect ourselves from COVID-19. As it pertains to hand hygiene, just make sure when you wash your hands that you dry them with a paper towel. Using a hand towel to dry our hands is really just spreading germs. For instance, if I wash my hands and dry them on a hand towel, and then you come behind me, wash your hands, and use that same towel to dry your hands, you're just picking up the germs I wiped off. So if you can, dry your hands with a paper towel. And then number two, stop wearing disposable gloves while you're out and about and shopping and things like that. Let me tell you why. When we wear, anytime you wear disposable gloves, you're not going to be conscientious of what you're touching. When people wear gloves out, they touch any and everything and not even be aware of it. For instance, if you wear gloves to the grocery store, you're touching the cart. Then you're going to go pick up your food with those same gloves on. Then women, you're going to touch your pocketbook. You're going to pick up your baby. You're going to touch your debit card. You're going to touch your cash. All with the same gloves. All with the same gloves. So therefore... It's better and safer not to wear gloves because you're going to be mindful of having to go wash your hands if you got access to soap and water. But if you're out and you're in about, you may not have access to soap and water. So you're going to be more conscientious to put hand sanitizer on your hands. But you're not going to be conscientious to clean your hands if you're wearing gloves. So stop with the wearing of the gloves. It's a false sense of security. And lastly, just make sure you wear your mask. Keep your mask on. If your mask keeps sliding down off of your nose, then you have to get a mask that fits your face a little better. The type of mask that I buy, especially when it comes to cloth masks, I buy the cloth mask with the little tabs on the ear, on the ear loop, which allows me to tighten the mask on my face to where it's comfortable. So this concludes our 
part one of coexisting with COVID-19. We thank you for tuning in to us and listening to the information that we have shared. Listen, wearing is caring. Wearing a mask is showing that you care. You care about yourself, you care about your loved ones, and you care about other people. Keeping our hands clean and practicing social distancing. These are ways that we can stop the spread of COVID, that we can prevent ourselves and our family members from getting COVID-19. You know, wearing a mask, we may not like it, but it's something that we have to do. It's necessary for our health and our safety. So tune into part two, which will be airing next month. Tune in for part two. I'll be discussing isolation, quarantine, and testing guidelines. You don't want to miss that. Thank you for your continued support. You know, if you want to learn more about our organization or if you want to donate to our organization, you can go to WeSupportCaregivers.org. Thank you so much. And until next time, be safe.